Welcome to the City Movement Podcast. At the City Movement, we are passionate about planting churches and YMCAs and uplifting the Christian mission of the YMCA. In each episode, we will talk deeply about the mission of the YMCA and provide encouragement to pastors and members of churches and YMCAs. We're your hosts, Jeff Snyder and Mike Newman. Thanks for spending some time with us today. Let's jump into today's episode. Hey, welcome into season three of the City Movement podcast. Come on, baby. Season three. This is Jeff Snyder. I'm here with my co-host, Mike Newman. Greetings. And we have the absolute pleasure today of being joined by the one, the only, Dale Norris. Hey, Dale, welcome. Thank you. Glad to be here. We're glad you're here, man. Speaking of here, where exactly are we? Well, I love your studios, by the way. I was going to mention just uh, the waterfronts of beautiful Lake George. That's right. A little brisk, mm-hmm. you know, it kind of just uh, feels like it's open for a conversation. Yeah, man. Well, speak, <laughs> I, I cleared this with uh, our, our, our tech wizard, Catherine, before this. Uh, but Catherine, could you give them a shot of Silver Bay? Uh, so, you know, the more beautiful shot is that what we're looking at right now, yeah. not necessarily it's our background. out there. <laughs> and so this is, the, this is the awesome location of our podcast today. This is where we host a conference once a year to talk about the Christian mission of the YMCA. And uh, we're here right now in Silver Bay, New York, with leaders from all over the country. Dale, where are you yep. from? I'm from Seattle area. Yeah, and we've got we got people from Florida, from Mississippi. Uh, obviously, we're from Ohio, all here in Silver Bay, New York, to talk about the mission, the Christian mission of the YMCA. That's right. And yesterday, I met someone from Burundi, East Africa. So it just got global. Wow. Mm-hmm. Arthur. Yep, Arthur. Okay, so here, one of the things we're going to do in season three is uh, we just think it would be so helpful for all of our listeners, all of our viewers, anyone in the YMCA, churches in the YMCA to know this is a, this is a national and international movement. This isn't just something that a, a church or a couple churches in, in Lebanon, Ohio care mm-hmm. about, but there are our churches and YMCAs all over the United States and as you just mentioned, Mike, all over the world that care about lifting the sea in the YMCA. And so we're going to have different guests on, uh, hopefully from churches uh, all over America. We might even have some YMCA leaders from all across our nation. That's right. To talk about what it looks like to do ministry in the YMCA. That's right. Jeff and I just had lunch with a guy who just got hired at a YMCA in, in Indiana. And his whole role is to gather kids um, make the environment Christ-like, engage them with gospel conversations, and plug them into local churches. Wow. That's amazing. That's a pretty good role. Yeah, that it? is awesome. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of the story yeah. of Dwight L. Moody. Remember that? It's like he's in Chicago bringing all the kids That's in right. for a Bible lesson, and it's just a yeah. reminder that the foundation, the history of the YMCA is a youth movement. That's right. You know, So it's like, let's yeah. figure out how to engage and reach out to young people. That's so, right. But this is enough of Mike and Jeff talking. That's right. The we real get star to of today's show Dale is Dale Norris. <laughs> yeah, so Dale, yeah. why don't you give us like a, you know, there's probably millions of people watching this. That's right. Uh, and how, why don't you just give an intro? Who is Dale Norris? Tell us about your family. Tell us where you're coming from. Yeah. What's going on? So I'm a, a pastor from Seattle area. I uh, grew up in Washington, Northwest area my whole life. I'm married, have three kids. They're all out of the house now and... Uh, we're kind of in a new phase uh, in ministry ourselves too. So there's a lot going on uh, a little bit, um, a little bit of my background. I got connected with this movement. Um, I was planting a church in, in a place called Sumner, Washington, just south of Seattle. And we, uh, 
we're just kind of diving into the community. Yeah. And as we uh, were kind of getting to know the area, it's kind of a little bit of my hometown, but we had just been moving back into that area. Um, one of the things that was happening was they're building a new YMCA. And so um, me being a pastor kind of thought, well, that's going to be the center of our community. I need to go to that Y and figure out what's happening and yes. find a way that I can have some influence or meet some people or help support what they're doing. And um, to be honest, in the Northwest, I wasn't sure how receptive they would be about a pastor coming in and and volunteering. I didn't know right. if they'd be worried about, uh, you know, whatever. And so um, I thought I'd, I'll go there and ask if they need someone to wipe down machines, pick up towels, you know, whatever <laughs> yeah. I could do to help support. Start somewhere. Yeah. And um, I, st- I met a, a few people uh there, I heard there was a, a Bible study going on, and I thought, well, I need to know what that's about. And so I uh, actually met a, a gal named Janelle Nelson. Mm-hmm. And uh, Janelle was uh, what I now know as a mission director of our association. And so I met with her, and we kind of bumped into each other at a, a luncheon one day. And I was like, oh, yeah, I've been trying to reach out to you. And she's like, okay, great. Well, we talked. Mm-hmm. And, and I said, listen, what I'd like to do is figure out a way I can um, just volunteer at the Y to, to meet people and, and hopefully, you know, maybe share Christ with people. And I didn't know if I should share that, but, I, you know, that's just kind of what my motivation was. And, and she said, wow, there's a lot of opportunity at the Y. Can, let's talk about that. And she started to slowly share with me a little bit about um, what it would look like to partner with the YMCA. And at that point, I thought it looked like us coming in and bringing something to the Y and, and really, um, wasn't sure the dynamics and kind of the details of that, but she's like, won't you come? We're having a meeting at this place called Silver Bay. And I just, I was right here, uh, just out on one of those docks praying one night after several days meeting different leaders and stuff. And, um, it became clear that, like, man, yeah. I think God's calling us to move out of the building we're in. We'd been meeting there for about six months as a new church plant and start approaching the executive at that branch about meeting in the Y. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, we did that and told our church when we're coming back, hey, look, I think we're going to be moving locations and kind of got a funny look from everybody. And yeah. what are you talking about? Yeah. And went to our the branch executive and said, look, would you consider allowing a church to meet in your branch on Sunday mornings? And she kind of looked at me like, never thought of that, never considered yeah. that. Let me think about it. So we're kind of in a holding pattern, but that kind of got the whole ball rolling with Excellent. with our, uh, from my background as a pastor in a church to becoming yeah. a little bit yeah. involved with the why. So Dale, question, um, you know, share with our listeners in terms of strategy. I mean, what was your... Your, your message to the church and your leadership team. I know you called the church the well. What kind of yeah. what kind of um, uh, strategy strategy and ministry philosophy did you want to communicate in moving to the why? Yeah, because the opposite, you know, would be like, hey, we found a place to rent for for a great price. Yeah, right. So right. T- tell yeah. us what you told and. Yeah, it's much different like. than that. And in the sense with the well, it really comes out of John chapter 4, the woman at the well. And yeah. it, it really is the heart of meeting people where they're at mm-hmm. and sharing the gospel, challenging them uh, with a relationship with Christ. Yeah. But, but the key is meeting them where they're at. Um, it was always in our DNA to go to others rather than to kind of be in a building and ho- put up a sign and hope they come to us. Yeah. 
And so we, it was part of our culture as a church already, but the radical step of kind of moving out of a building kind of took away that final straw of yeah. holding on to something and right. just say, hey, look, we're not going to have anything out there. We're going to be where the people are That's regardless right. of, yeah. of where that takes us. Yeah. And so this is where our community meets. This is where we're going to be. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. it's a real strategic thinking in that way. Um, I think what we didn't realize is the shift that it would have to take. Yeah. Um, I understand like the logistics and the details of a yeah. building and, you know, sound systems or whatever, sure. those kind of details. Portable church. Uh, yeah, stuff. I kind of yep. expected those. Yep. The details and maybe the shift I didn't expect was the paradigm shift in our minds and our hearts as pastors and as churchgoers. Yeah. I think our, our church thought, well, we're just going to be in a different building. Yeah. And um, kind of assumed just like we were renting that building, we'll rent this building. And really what we had to do, and I had to continually kind of share and um, remind myself of, mm. was that we're not just renting a building. Mm -hmm. We're trying to come into a place and partner. We're trying to come yeah. in to give. We're trying to come in and, and be like missionaries in this community. How can yeah. we come and love and serve and care for these people and not come and take away to build something that we're trying to do? Mm -hmm. So it was, it was kind of a, a shift in my own thinking, right. a shift in my own heart of, hey, I'm not trying to build this thing because this is what you know, I want. It's actually... Yeah. What's God doing here? Let's discover what God's already yeah. doing in this place. And let's kind of try to fan that flame. And I love what you said yeah. about even, because I agree with the importance of reminding our churches and even reminding ourselves of like why we're doing this, the importance and the call of what we're doing. I was even, I was reading, I think it was Psalm 78 uh, last week. And it was one of those passages where it's talking about um, teaching your children and remembering God's faithfulness as like almost a way that spurs you on for future generations. Mm -hmm. And I think that's even so applicable to what you're talking about because it's like um, to get in the habit of continually reminding yourself of, of for a YMCA church, for example, of, of why we're here, why we're doing this and yeah. why we feel like God's calling us into us for this moment is so biblical. Yeah. You know, I mean, we see that all over the place in the Bible with mm -hmm building reminders of God's faithfulness yeah. to remind our hearts, which are so prone to wonder, if you yeah. will. I love that. I love Psalm 77? That. I think it was 78. Was 78? It? It's great. I was in 77 last week. Nice. And was encouraged by the way it said, but your way was, was through the waters, though your footprints were unseen. Talking mm -hmm. about when, when the people of God uh, left Egypt. And um, Dale maybe one story that that could show like a way that God um, led you through the waters though your footprints were unseen right <laughs> um, uh, Dale and I uh, Jeff we've been we've been talking a lot about how how to plant churches and wise and and the type of church is not going to be this like glorious exterior mm. um, experience yeah. with stained glass windows and organs and not necessarily traditional church. Tell, tell that one story when it, your expectations were adjusted and shifted when people would, would come in and should we put pipes and drapes <laughs> up? And do you know what I'm talking about? A little bit, yeah. yeah. Can you tell that story well, and how that kind of worked in your What's interesting is we had um, our uh, branch executive, she's just mm -hmm. a great gal, and she finally gave us permission to come in. Um, and she said, look, um, you come in Sunday mornings and meet, and they're open Sunday mornings. So they open at 8, and they're open till I think, yeah. 2 or something. And uh, 
So that was a little bit of a curveball. Mm-hmm. I was expecting, well, we'll go Sunday nights when it's closed. And she says, mm, I don't really want to staff it again for, for you guys. If you want, you want, you can use it when it's open, though. Yeah. So we get kind of an arts and crafts room that's kind of a dance studio, too. So there's space and there's room. But it, you really have to reimagine what are you going to do with this space. And are we going to come in and, like you say, try to remake this whole area or do we just say none of that's not what's important yeah and so what we did was um kind of just you know set up chairs we set up a little sound system we worked with them to to give them projectors and Mm -hmm. things that they could use and uh tried to keep it simple what's interesting Mm -hmm. about though is in this dance studio it's all glass on one wall right across from kind of the kids area and stuff and so everyone's dropping off their kids and then they're kind of seeing us in there do church and we're yeah. kind of doing church in a fishbowl um which i was a little nervous about sure yeah. should we cover that up should we and um, i think that's what you were talking yep. about and mm-hmm. the idea of having it open actually invited so many more people in to see yeah. well what's this what's going on in here and what's this class and we're like well we call it church and everyone's welcome come on in and <laughs> church class. Uh, yeah uh-huh. and so you know the music and our worship would just kind of fill mm-hmm. the place and yep. you could hear it all the way in the gyms you could hear it in the weight rooms and um it turned out to be the biggest blessing that we had that we're there when people are there and we're meeting people who would otherwise probably never be out of church service and they're they're we're getting to to meet them and um kind of show what it looks like for the church to gather Yeah. yeah i actually just i i texted that story um to a guy in north carolina this morning hmm because um, he met a church planter. Um, they're, they're starting the process of being connected to a Y, and the, and the holdup is, but the Y's open yeah. um, in the morning. And I said, well, you know. We've done that. I actually, think yeah. that. I actually think it's better. It's a great thing, because yeah. people are coming in. It's that First uh, uh, Corinthians 14 moment of that, that what we're doing as a church um, the lost are looking in and they're and they're wondering. Yes. Um, and so and there's an openness. There's a yeah. genuine openness. No, we didn't have anyone come in angry. We didn't have anyone. We did have a. We did as I'm as I'm teaching one Sunday. <laughs> we had a, a janitor come pushing a garbage can. Sure. I mean, between me and the front row, as I'm, uh-huh. I'm right. You're just a, pouring your heart out. Really I mean, this is maybe one of the best sermons ever. And uh, he walks right between me and the people. Grabs the garbage, throws it in, it walks out, and I, and we just laugh. Oh, yeah. And you know what it does? It disarms all of us and allows yeah. us all just to kind of go, look, let's not take ourselves too seriously. Let's not get caught up Amen. in mm. how we look or how good we are, yeah. and let's just focus on God and what what He has for yeah. us. That's right. And you know, oftentimes we've had uh, people who'd walk in and say, "Look, I came to work out. My wife and I are on the outs, and I thought I'd just get a workout mm. in, and I don't need a workout. I need someone to talk to." Yes. And, you know, they would walk into our, our congregation. Maybe they'd just come and grab a cup of coffee or whatever, and they'd want to talk to somebody. Yep. So we had so many conversations. Yep. We met so many people, and we've, we've had an opportunity with so many others mm. that we never would have met. Yeah, that's like John 4 in action, Yeah, right? I mean, John 4, the woman at the well, we've talked about this, right? Comes yep. to the well to have a physical need met. But in, when she encounters Jesus, she has her emotional and spiritual needs mm. met. And that is one of, I think, one of the reasons we would say that church planting in the Y is, is go to the community center where people are going to get their physical yeah. needs met. And when they encounter the love of Jesus and presence of the Father, yeah. um, 
there it's going to be more than a physical need being met. So I just love even yeah. that story. Mm-hmm. Can I share one more story too? Come on. Okay. Or, uh, one of the things I'm learning right now, this applies to what you just said about the janitor of garbage and just kind of forcing us not to take ourselves too seriously, mm-hmm. right? Is that I was just at a, a conference where it was a child discipleship conference and uh, they were kind of laying out the old map. They called it the old map and the new map to making disciples, basically. Saying like the old map was good for when that was the information we had, but just like we wouldn't use a navigational map from the 1500s today, right. we have new information, we should use a new map. And uh, the, the one that is highlighted to me based on the story you're even telling is like the old map of, of what they're saying. This, these aren't my words. The old map of making disciples in, in American culture was attractional and entertainment focused and church growth. That was like one of the, yeah. the bullets. And they said the new map, instead of being attractional, is formational. Mm-hmm. And I just think um, when my wife and I were at this conference and one of our takeaways was like, we think planning a church in a YMCA is very much in line with their new map strategy. And then this wasn't a YMCA church conference. Right. This is yep. something else in Nashville. But I think that being in a YMCA forces, it's it, it, almost like it exercises the muscle of, I cannot be about attraction and great production because it just forces that out of me a little bit. Not that we yeah. don't want to do things well, because we do. Yeah. We yeah. want to preach well. We, we want our worship to be to be great, but we want our, our main focus to be to be the father, to, to be formation. And I think that even your story right there is like, <laughs> let's focus on formation, yeah. not get all derailed when a janitor comes in during a sermon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, the, uh, we had one uh, member of our church, an amazing gal, and, and came up and goes, hey, listen, uh, should we, are we going to have a choir in this church? <laughs> As you know. I don't think so. You know, that's not kind of our thing, and that's not. But would you ever consider leading a community choir and maybe having that be a program of the Y? And maybe that's something that there's other people would want to sing. And so there's there's avenues for things that people enjoy that have traditionally been part of church services that you can yeah. do in in different ways that's and right. and do it in a way that is attractional for in that, but not yeah. not the main thing about yeah. building your church around. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So now, Dale, give us give us a, like a snapshot of how the Lord's leading you and what He's doing in your life and uh, yeah. your role on the board of the city movement, things like that. Yeah, so things yeah. have changed dramatically, obviously. Mm-hmm. You know, when we went through uh, uh, COVID, like everybody, uh, massive disruption to the whole world, yep. and um, our Y shut down and um, was closed for six months, so... We're kind of a, a church body without a home, and we're kind of scrambled. We did some Zoom services, and then things started to open up again, and the Weiss were continuing to be, have remained to be closed. And uh, so we we kind of found a, another building to use, and um, but churches haven't returned to the Weiss, and we're in the Northwest where we're at. Yeah. So um, that, that changed a lot of what we were able to do, um, although the commitment remained. Um, for me personally, I just stepped out of that role, as yeah. you guys know, and so uh, resigned um, my position as a pastor there a few months ago, and uh, really felt like God was calling me to a new chapter in our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd been in vocational ministry for 30 years, and um, not resigning from ministry, but stepping out of just vocational role. So um, with City Movement, I think it's been an incredible opportunity for me, and I'm excited about because I think it's the one of the most exciting opportunities in church planning is um, this idea of planting churches around the world and wise. Yeah. 
So I, I get uh, I get jazzed up about that. And I get excited about that, and uh, look forward to just working with guys like you and others to to meet with pastors to identify uh, YMCA's that would like a church in it, identify yeah. Y's that have churches mm-hmm. in them, and and meet those pastors and yeah. kind of coordinate some of those kind of roles. It's beautiful. Yeah. yeah, one of the things that I, I love about how I see God working in this movement is it's um, there's no like proven strategy to th- this is the way it always works to get a church in a YMCA. Mm-hmm. You know, like I you you just recounted the story of your church moving into the YMCA and it was you going to talk to the executive director mm. and saying, "Would you consider us meeting here?" and her kind of being surprised. Yeah, I just had dinner with someone last night here at Silver Bay at the conference, a 26 year old pastor from Indianapolis who the, the Y approached him at the same time he was thinking about approaching the Y uh, because the, the Y is building this huge new facility in the middle of this, uh, I, I don't know anything about it, but apparently there's this huge youth sports park mm. on the north side of Indianapolis called Grant Park, and the Y is building a new building in the middle of that park. And they reached out to him because wow. he had just planted a church somewhere else in January of this year, yeah. saying, would you consider moving into the Y? And he's here now at Silver Bay because he's like, yeah, I think maybe, <laughs> I think maybe. Sure. And so it's like, you know, I just think God is moving all different sorts of ways in this movement that really get me excited about what he's doing. That's great. We've kind of used that illustration of like a magnet. Like we know that God's at work deeply all over the world, but especially in this movement, we've, we've been able to identify that. And it's kind of like we're, it's like running a magnet over yep. the, the land and kind of seeing where is that work that God's doing. And let's try to join in with that. Let's try to support that. What we, what can we do to yeah. fan that flame a little bit? It's great. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, Carl, or I, I don't know why I just said Carl when I looked That's at okay, you. I'll take it. Can I I'll call you it. Carl? <laughs> sure. Okay. Sure. Mike, I think we're running out of time. Uh-huh. Any, uh, any last comments you would want to say? Any last questions you would want to ask Dale? No, I just, I just appreciate you, Dale, your friendship, heart for the Lord, heart for seeing the gospel go forth mm. and, um, glad that you're on the team. Yeah, yeah, it's thanks, pretty man. exciting. I, yeah. I totally agree. Yeah. One thing I was going to say in closing is uh, I've been coming to Silver Bay to this conference since 2015. Dale's probably been coming since 2015 time, or yeah. 2014. Yeah. And I feel like I didn't really know you until the last couple months. Yeah. Uh, you know, I knew of of Dale Norris. <laughs> the legend. Uh, but I didn't really know you. And it's been, a, it's been a joy to spend some time with you over these last thanks. few months. I'm excited about a growing friendship with you and partnership and what yeah, we're doing. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, and for anyone that is listening to this podcast, not watching it, if you want to get a glimpse of, of what we're doing, the, sh- the shot of Silver Bay, obviously you can go watch this on YouTube, on our YouTube channel, The City Movement, or we're going to have like a recap and promo video of this week. We'd love for you to go watch it on our website, thecitymovement.com, if you want to check that out. So, hey, thank you for joining us today. We hope this was a blessing to you. We hope it encouraged your heart motivated you for more ministry in the YMCA or in your local church or in your Y if that's who you are. So this is episode three for Mike Newman and Dale Norris. This is Jeff Snyder and that was the City Movement Podcast.